four, three, two, one. Intro rolling. Ready for marriage in five, four, three, two, one. Take. Better late than never. We're on. It's the wrap. Tom Azaway and company here in our studios at NRM, live from the Jim Reels friendly Chrysler Jeep Studios. We're in Farmington Hills today. It is midweek, hump day edition. My buddies are with me again. Clarence Black in the house. What's up, CB? Man, what's going on? Good to see you. I like yeah, your shirt today, thank man. You, man. Thank he don't want to walk you. He don't want to walk you. Yep, our good friend Jim Hughes uh, over Catch the Catch. At the Fisher Building. Me. I dig it, man. I heard he uh, came to your birthday party. Yeah, he did, man. Him and his lovely wife. Pretty fancy. Man. Great, great people. He great is. People. Great guy. I used to work with him back in the day on my WJR days at the Fisher Building. Brendan Sennett, my main man, uh, used to work for me at the Fisher Building back in the day, too. What's morning, up, kid? Morning, Mass. How are you, buddy? What are you trying to, you say, trying right? to outdress us? What are you, what, what, what the hell, what are you doing? Thought I'd clean up today, you know? Decided to shower. You look you know? good. <laughs> Move it in the right direction. I mean, he's got the, what looks the boss? Yeah, he looks good. You look <laughs> like you're like ready to boss. interview. You, I bet you you probably would have beat out Joe Judge for that gig in New York if you went looking like that. I have the same amount of experience as he does. He looks like he's, doesn't he look like an agent? Like he's here to talk about his yeah, client? Yeah, he looks like Sugar. What's his he's name? Like, <laughs> yeah, he's like, Sugar. It's my job to remember. Yeah. That, never mind. He looks like an agent, though, man. He's over here like, listen, my client, this is ridiculous. <laughs> this, is pre- this is preposterous. Hey, you represent AB. Who do you represent? You represent somebody. You know, I, I got an open. I got an open. Clearly, open, I missed a memo. Open client roster. Right what is now. that? An Invictus watch? Well, I, I missed a memo. Clearly, that <laughs> well, you know, you, we that. know you can dress, man. Just saying. I've seen you. I've seen you this past weekend. You, you, you're the good looks. You're the good looks. I have to try to keep up. Hey, Ethan Perlman's in the house coat. too. Ethan Perlman's got his sports coat that, on too. Yes, very much. His usual orange. Hey, over how many? All right. So if you just like didn't didn't do the thing, how many grays you get? How many grays in that beard? Uh, not many, but uh, you don't do you don't do just for me. I, I don't. No. Okay. If you don't have the beard, you get carded every single time you go to the bar, don't you? Yes, I when I <laughs> I first grew out the beard at the age of sixteen, and I was never carded <laughs> if I had the beard on. You ran around your house with a full beard at sixteen. <laughs> Well, what no. are you, Eddie Munster? My, my, right, like if I was your dad, I'd punch you in the face. Like, how my, dare my, you? my dad did make me shave it off. I yes, was able he to, did. I was able to yes, grow it did. out for No Shave November, and then after that, I had to shave it off. Listen, I got a 13 year old giant that yes, I, I, I live him. with, and I dare I, I when his his facial hair gets, I'm like, come on, because I cut his hair. I'm like, we will be shaving. Like, you are not, you do not have more facial hair than me until you pay taxes. Is he getting, <laughs> you pay taxes, then you can have. Is he getting beard. the high and tight from you as well? Oh hell yeah! All yeah. Right. Like, oh. You know you're on the back nine of age when you buy alcohol at the U scan. Oh and, God. And, 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 and and the woman comes up and just types it in. Yeah. She doesn't even ask. Doesn't even anything. Check. Yeah. Like, uh, oh, oh, how do you oh. know I'm over forty? Hey. I'm never coming back here. That's good, man. <laughs> hey, lots to talk about NFL. We have our NFL centric on last Monday. We're going to be NFL centric again today because that's the best sport, obviously. Well, I know baseball's up there, and we got some Andre Drummond news and Blake Griffin news as well, and that puts your Pistons. Kind of back as far as winning championships. We were uh, talking about the other day with the maybe should be not, the first though. team. They have to retool now. What's going to be the first team in Detroit to actually contend or win a championship? You pick the Pistons. Absolutely. Brendan Easy. and I pick the Wings. I think I pick the Wings, yep, and wings. this young man over here picked the Tigers. By the way, Tiger Fest, if you don't know, has been postponed, so it's not going to be in January or February the way they usually have it. They're going to have it. In the summer, they haven't announced a date yet. So, everyone that goes to Tiger Fest, it was kind of one of the things I, I used to like going to as a media member because it, it reminds you baseball's around the corner. They're ready to pack up the trucks and go to Florida. Same thing now for the uh, auto show. I'm going to miss the auto show this month. Not because I thought it was the greatest thing in the world, it was kind of boring, but I used to go at least once or twice a year and have a good time. It's a winter thing here in Detroit. Now they move it. To the summer, that's just another. I I think it's the wrong move. I, I, I myself, I I personally love it because you, you like nothing, it in the summer. What what else is going on? I mean, it's so I don't it's like summer. the summer. I hate you the, can do a million man, things I, in the I summer. I hate the commute. I don't want to leave the house when it's cold. I know, I, man, but a, this, there's, a, there's a billion things I don't like about it this time of year. Make it in the summer. Well, it is. You can get out. You can enjoy it. I kind of like things the way they were. I'm, I'm one of those kind of guys. I'm cool with it. Man. What could I, I tell? I got no. I like a, I like a little bit of change. And you know, it Martin gives me Luther a reason King, to come down here. Martin Luther King weekend was always the kickoff for uh, 
for the auto show here in Detroit. And just it gives to me it gave you like a little bit of a respite from the winter. It's a long, long ass winter here. Well, look, the, it's snowing the, outside as we speak. The respite we need from the winter is we need the wings or the Pistons to be relevant. That's yeah. the respite. Yeah. Because that makes the winter go by. It does. I mean, let's be honest, man. I mean, we every season we look forward to I mean it look, thirty games into the baseball season, this thing's gonna be a wrap. <laughs> no pun intended. Yeah. So yeah. it's like what what else we got to look forward to? Well, the other rumor I'm hearing is they're actually going to move fantasy camp to, oh. to the last week in September so they can finish out the last nine games. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good there, Brent. Are you working on that for a while? <laughs> Just came to me. We need a bump bump in the back from Angel. We'll, we'll have to get our sound Over here. under losses, 110. Well, it'll be under. Are you thinking under yeah. 110? They'll no. Lose, they'll, no. Lose, they'll lose Not close to 100, but I don't think they'll lose 100 this year. I think they'll lose close to 100. I still think that we have an untapped segment here, which is ten tiger faces and ten guys, oh, random yeah. guys from Jim Reel. Yeah. I, I could not be able. I'm, I I'm with you. It. We got to do this. <laughs> I think <laughs> Ackerman legit. If, Ackerman, it, yeah. if you tell me like this whole time, hey, it's like your mind, Brian Ackerman, second baseman for the Tigers. I'd yeah. be like, you know what, you got me. You got to go see Brian Ackerman, by the way, at Jim Reels up on 14 Mile and Van Dyke for all I of think your he's Jeep have a great and Chrysler year. needs. I'm looking forward to looking seeing for him play. I'm looking yeah, forward to seeing him play out there this Yeah, year. He, he, might, he might hit Ackerman. 250. Go, B. He might hit 250. Anyway, let's, let's, uh, let's get to some of the stuff at hand. Uh, while you were sleeping uh, for the last couple of days, Matt Rule and a guy named Joe Judge got jobs in the NFL. Matt Rule, the former Baylor head coach, who was uh, supposedly the New York Giants front runner for their job, got a gig with the Panthers. And he kind of called. He did call the Giants after he got the offer and said, "If you guys match it, I'm going to come to Jersey." But this guy got way overpaid. Way, unless he is the second coming of, of Bill Belichick. Matt Rule has moved up from the Baylor Bears to now the fifth highest paid coach in the NFL with the Carolina Panthers, and Joe Judge, a special teams coordinator and wide receiver coach for the Patriots is the now the third youngest coach in the NFL. He will coach the New York football giants. First, I wanted to fall off my chair when I read the news. Then I kept reading up on the guy. But here's the first thing I do is I, I looked at the guy. Like, he didn't look like Marty Morningweg, thankfully. Because when Marty Morningweg was hired here, I kind of thought, well, man, it's like a clown show here. Matt Patricia, I think it's, you know, I'm a big guy myself. You think I'd root for a guy like that? But I don't know. He just didn't. I didn't have the confidence in him. I'm just talking looks alone. I think this guy is, looks like a Jersey guy. He looks like a, a a guy, a big burly guy that can handle himself. Not too burly, but put all the stupidity aside. He's got some pretty good credentials. He worked for a long time with Alabama and Nick Saban, and he worked for a long time with Bill Belichick. So the Giants get this unknown commodity, Joe Judge, and the Panthers. Way overpay for Matt Rule, or maybe they didn't overpay for him. We'll have to find out. What's your take, boys? I think you're seeing a new generation of coaches that, A, they can sell. These guys can talk. He had the best interview they've ever had talking to a coach, the Giants said. So what these guys have figured out is they know how to wow these owners. So one of the things that was impressive about Rule – what I like about Rule, first off, is the fact that, and we gotta we gotta just call a spade a spade. He he took over a train wreck. I mean, he took over a. So you talk about death penalty and some of the stuff that was going on at Baylor. Um, all of us in here, with the exception of Ethan, parents. Um, my daughter gets sexually assaulted, and you people are covering things up and not taking things. That that's death penalty stuff. I mean, how we all feel about our kids. Yep. Um, that he took that over the way he did and took that program. Think of how quickly that program came back from yeah, that. Really quick. The guy can recruit. He's heavy in the sports science. And I think what you're seeing with the Kingsburys and the rules of the world is this. It's almost this next level of not just the game, but everything around it. They are here's how we're going to recover. And here's how. And, and that was really, to be honest with you, that was a Chip Kelly thing. That was a that was a no. It's nutritionist and stretching and and putting putting yoga in and all that crazy stuff that works at at that level. Can it work at the NFL? I don't know, but 
I think that tells you that's what owners want to see. They want that next generational kind yeah. of, you know, the sports science and the and the, the Microsoft Surface and here's what we're gonna do and here's how we're gonna we're gonna put heart rates on players during practice to to all this stuff. I think that's the kind of wave that we're seeing in some of these interviews. Um, will it translate on the field? I don't know. Do they overpay immensely? Seven and sixty is just under nine million. Dude, he almost doubled the salary. Yeah, he almost doubled the salary. But they threw the book at him so he wouldn't leave Carolina and take a ride over to the Jersey Turnpike and get off at exit sixteen E. And and they paid a six million dollar buyout from yeah, Baylor. From Baylor. And now the Giants had to pay off, of course, Pat Shermer's contract, which was fifteen million, and they get Joe Judge. I guess for a reasonable price, but you know, Brandon, that's your team, man. The Patriots. Do you know anything about this guy? Well, I mean, again, we, we talked about it on on Monday. The, the the Belichick tree has not had a lot of success, um, you know, like the Bill Walsh tree or even the Parcells tree. So I have my doubts. I mean, well, Parcells you know, got the tree is fruitful, you know, as they come. Right, exactly. But you know, the thing with Judge makes me kind of chuckle is. This guy was the receivers coach, and you know, again, we like we said Monday. Well, they didn't they, have any talent. They had Edelman, and he had no, you know, yeah. Mohamed Sanu couldn't learn the playbook fast enough, and you know, uh, you know, three trash cans, you know, Philip Dorsett running fly patterns past everybody else, and then dropping the ball, you know. So I don't know, you know. It, supposedly he's a brilliant guy. He's getting his degree in in, in he's teaching. He's gonna be a doctor. Yeah, he's a PhD. Yeah, he's getting his I PhD. Mean, so I mean, he'll he'll definitely understand people. I mean. I Everyone, like I like you know I don't know anything about but, it. But but his problem is again and like I said I have I have friends in the, in the tri-state area like you do. Gettleman is the problem. The fact that Gettleman is still there, this this team I think is going nowhere. Well, maybe it's not a problem. He's a guy that took the Panthers to a Super Bowl. Gettleman. Why can't he? He's putting his stamp on the Giants. They hired Shermer. I think that was a wrong decision that they made. He's getting another shot with this guy. He they're putting their mouth, money where their mouth is because that's a huge job. That's a huge job. I mean, they should have people lining up around the block to take that job. It is one of the marquee jobs in the league, for sure. I think if you look at these, again, if you just take two steps back and start looking at some of the guys that are that are coaching, especially the younger guys. Patricia, rocket scientist or something yeah. crazy. Very uh, smart, no question. You know, uh, Rule, smart. Joe Judge can get his, you know, his, his Ph.D. So, but now let's look at Carolina. Dave Tepper... Carnegie Mellon is the Dave Tepper School of Business. I mean, the guy's a freaking, you know, self-made billionaire or whatever. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Money means nothing to him. No, but but this is a a financial guy. He's a numbers guy, analytical guy. I could see Rule going in there with a presentation and and basically an interview that's all analytical, laying it out. Here's the numbers. Here's what I want to do. Here's the data. I mean, these are – this is the language that these people now speak. And I think that that is where this league is gone. Kingsbury was the same way. Here's my yeah. offense. Here's well, he the was data. A, Here's Kingsbury the, was a friend of uh, Sean Payton's. That's yeah. how he got the job. <laughs> if you like met, not Sean Payton. Who am I talking about? The Rams, Rams guy. McVay. 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 Yeah, Sean McVay. If, if you like rubbed elbows against Sean McVay in the last three years, you, you're getting a job in the NFL. But that's that. This was the boy wonder. Everybody's looking at that kind of thinking, that young, dynamic data. You know, I'm going to deal with players, but really these decisions are going to – we're going to make data decisions. I like that, that term, data decisions. And well, you still got your Belichicks and your your guys out there that are like – They asked no, Belichick. They, they, strict, is... they asked the Maras, the Maras who put Belichick in business years and years ago, went to him and said, how's this guy? And he loved him. But why? the question I want to ask is why the hell didn't they just say, we want you? We want you to come here. Well, let get rid of Gettleman. No problem. We'll get rid of him. It's your team. Why wouldn't he have wanted that job? It's very, very interesting question, Maz. I mean, you brought that up Monday, you know, because like you said, there's that whole weirdness, yeah. that, that cloud there's of mystery going on around, over there. around Foxborough. You know, every it, every single team in this league should have waited to see what he was going to do. In the minute, the I mean, the yeah, when well, the last second went off that clock, he should have got at least. Thirty phone calls. Well, the Giants talked to him. They they talked calls. To him. like literally. I should have, the Lions should have had Miss Miss Ford should have been sitting there in the tunnel <laughs> with a blank check. Like, what do you want? Yeah. What do you inst- instead of trying to get the the two version? 
let's go to the source. Let's get the milk from mom. Like, what do you want? You would have had to give something to the Patriots to get him. It probably would have cost you your first-round pick probably this it. year or next. Worth it. You would have gave up, if you are the Lions, you would have gave up the third pick to have Belichick come third in. Third pick and Kenny Galladay. Well, you're just throwing yes. stuff out there now. <laughs> Done. You would do it. Done. Now, the Giants and the Patriots, they're, they're not friendly with each other. When, so, they're not. So I, I, they probably would have really held a gun sure. to the Giants. Sure. They, they might have even asked for Daniel Jones in a freaking pick to the Patriots. I, mean, I, I even thought of that. Maybe they go get Daniel Jones from the Giants, and then Belichick could come here and draft his own quarterback. I mean, I had it all planned out. I thought this was a – I really – I thought I had it. I did. I'm like, this is the time. But maybe Belichick just wants to do maybe one more year or call it quits. Now that's my, I guess that's what I'm up against. I know we're going to talk about it with the with the Brady Instagram post. Now, it, yeah, it, Brady it, put out Instagram it, it, today. It, you could fill us in it, on, on it, his bullshit. It reeks of me. Wow, what? You know, Brady always makes it, a curse. It did, dude. It was just so fluffy. Sorry, it was just so fluffy. But I, he I didn't write it. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna do one more year back together. That now that all the coaching jobs are falling into place, if McDaniel's doesn't get the uh, the Browns job, well, I, I think and, they're gonna do one and, more year. And in fairness to you, I will say this. If you look at what that team was when they had Josh Gordon and A.B., that looked like a Super Bowl team. They, so exactly. from a talent standpoint and a what-they-want-to-do standpoint, I it's think there. it's still it's there. You, you, A.B. is a transitional talent. Yeah, they won 12 games this year. I mean, well, but, he, but even, even with that said, that team looked monumentally different when you got Gordon and Brown. Everything else becomes easier. Edelman's life becomes easier. Whether he's lost a step or not. And look, did, has he lost a step? Probably yet. But he's still the best route runner in the league. Uh, Ish. Ish. Hmm? Ish. Okay. But let's also take another step back, too, and realize, okay, what has also happened? And again, man, defenses are not stupid. This is why I like defensive coordinators more than I like offensive guys, because they, they dictate. Right. Sean McVay's offense... Everybody looked at it and went, oh, yeah, okay, let's see, what are you doing? Oh, oh, yep, that's smart. You're putting my linebackers in tough spots. Okay, yep, girly out of the backfield. Oh, okay, I see what you're doing. Okay, cool. You know what? Extra D-back. All right, here we go. I'm going to pull my safety, put in an extra corner. So look at a lot of what people did against them this year. So first off, they weren't they weren't as good up front without Sue, but people figured it out. And then they also went, oh, yeah, and your quarterback is suspect. So I'm going to I'm gonna put a lot of coverage. I'm going to run some pressure, but I'm also going to drop back. I'm going to match up with Todd Gurley out of the backfield, and all of a sudden, guess what? Oh, it's a little bit harder this year. You're not just running through people this year. Defenses figure things out. Not ours. Well, with the, ours. With the Patriots, <laughs> Eno, Eno Connor wrote a great article, in, in, and I, I really Daily like and news. respect him a lot. Um, basically, and, and you'll appreciate this comparison being that you're an NBA guy. Basically, this version of the Patriots is basically the – the football equivalent of the 98 Chicago Bulls, except that, you know, they didn't win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Remember, Jerry Krause decided to break up that team. You can't tell me that in 99, if Jordan Pippen and Phil Jackson come yeah, back, absolutely. they win another oh, championship. Absolutely. I mean, absolutely. it's so, so I those think two I also, plus, five, plus six other guys could win. So yeah, those two guys. But, but I'm going to also say, too, Julian Edelman getting less separation this year against middle linebackers is. That's that's a concern sure. now, sure. But, but again, no Gronk. So everybody, I think, had an adjustment. The whole Gronk, the Gronk thing cannot be understated. Now right? Brandon thinks he's coming back because he thinks that he's gonna. No. They're gonna no, have. No they're way. gonna allow no. marijuana in, and I think all it's of a sudden, the, he can the league meetings, no, if they won't get the CBD oil in, it won't happen that back. fast. And I can tell you, he's, I, too, it, he's too broken up. The NFL will not do that that fast. I don't think yeah. so. They, Interesting. No, the no, NHL no, is gonna be the first of a base. The NHL, and you can ask Darren about this. They're the ones that's gonna. They're gonna break the seal here soon. Okay. The NHL will be first. But it's such a copycat world, you know. So if the NHL does it, yeah, but and Major League Baseball already took it off. Right. Minors in yep, the minors in the minor leagues took it off their abused substance list. Yep. Yeah, but I mean, let's, yeah. that's a whole different. And I think they should allow them to do those, it. You know, I, I, if you're going to pay a guy peanuts, you at least got to let them be able to freaking. Yeah, that's a whole different. Don't even get me started on minor league now, baseball. You guys, you're, you're an athlete. Would do you? Do you have any problems with allowing it? No, I'm all for it because I, you can I take. Well. What, we can scientifically take away the hallucinogenic aspect. Now, I will say this as a soldier: we cannot consume it. So. For us, it is not an option. But I will you also get say, a lot? pardon me. Do oh, soldiers yeah. get I, tested? Yeah, we 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 have what we call urinalysis. We have to pee in the cup. How long? Uh, Once a month? 
It's at it's it's random, right. but it's monthly. Your name could pop up on the. You could it could happen every month. How many guys got have gotten let go? A number. A lot. Huh? A number. Right. Great yeah. number. But keep in mind too, and again, this is the same thing that the NFL deals with when you're in pain. Guys just want to. Guys don't want. Guys that are in pain don't want to be in pain. So you listen to Gronk talk about you know taking hits and things like that. Well, you know I I got guys that have been in IED. You know they've been in rollovers. They've been the combat vets that are in that are in in tremendous pain, and they're prescribed opioids. So to me, if we have this amazing natural thing that we can grow, and we can take the hallucinogenic aspect out of it, and it's healthier for you, you don't have to metabolize it through your liver. And oh, by the way, it is a natural anti-inflammatory. And again, I'm not trying to be because I don't I do not consume it for the record. Um, I'm all for it. For athletes, for everybody. For anybody that's in pain, I'm all for it. There's I, always a downside to everything as well. I'm yeah. sure there's some downsides to using it as well. God damn it, this guy's smart. I really should have studied more in school. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he is smart. That's not from school. That's just from experience. That's school yeah. of hard knocks talking right there. And uh, there's one job left in the NFL, and it's the Browns. And your guy is still out there. I, I, I hope he does not go there. We're talking Why? About, we're talking about Urban Meyer. Taylor, man, that is Taylor made for him. That is Taylor. It's no one in that. No one, no one is going to say a word. He walks into that locker room. He looks around and he says, "Gentlemen, let's get to work." He's going to respect everybody. He's not. He's not a crazy. Yell. He. He. And oh, by the way, he can say, "No one, none of you are going to outwork me. You're going to be prepared. Give me everything you got." Cut the BS and let's go. He would own that town. He would own it. He already owns it. He already and, owns Ohio. And oh, and oh by the way, the hell not? he doesn't. What I love about Urban is it's not about Urban. It's just. Mm-hmm. And the guy is going to literally probably have a a bedroom there. He will live there and oh, immerse yeah. himself in it. And it's not talk. He'll He's not about on, talk. He'll probably die on the job. I mean, the guy, the, the guy puts <laughs> yes. that much into yes. it. Yes. <laughs> Nick Saban is. Is he going to stay in Alabama, or is he going to all of a sudden come out no, a year? He's, there. A couple he's, years? Not, he's I never. Don't, I don't think never. so. You think it's he's done? Yeah. Yeah. One yeah, and done. Yeah, you think one and there. done for Nick? Yeah. I mean, I I want Urban to go back to coaching eventually, but I I don't know that I think Cleveland's the best fit. I do agree that if he were to go there, they would have success, and he would have success there. Ur- Urban is a phenomenal football coach. Phenomenal. I think he I think the way that he deals with men is amazing. I think Urban would love the NFL because you don't have to recruit. You don't have to deal with the rules. You don't have to deal with all of that that madness of of coaching college. You don't have to like what are these guys because you can say at the end of the day, okay, you're a grown man. Like I think Urban would would love the opportunity to deal with grown men and not have to deal with young men. Could he get OBJ to stop bitching is the big question. No, oh, easily. There's Jarvis Landry, yeah, there's no. him. There's a whole I bunch mean, of guys there. That, even that, even that. Baker's been off. They got a lot of his attitude. They got recently. a lot of talent on that team. They God, they do. They have a lot of talent on that. But that team. was classic Browns hiring that buffoon to coach that team. Well, they thought he was a, a Baker guy. They thought he was going to help Baker, and it and it didn't. It it kind of blew up in their face, and and it cost their GM his job, and he's probably never going to get another GM job. I mean, that's a. A big fall what for Grace, I don't for, for like John about, Dorsey. So the reason why I like Urban for Cleveland is what I don't like about Rule and what I didn't like about Chip Kelly as a pro, what I don't like about Kingsbury. I, I don't like the data guys. This is not data. You can't lead based off of your metrics and your data. And all that stuff, man, can get you success here, success there. But at the end of the day, as a leader, you lead people. You manage numbers. Numbers are something you manage. It is how are you going to motivate? How are you going to create culture and identity? And I think what we're seeing McVay right now is, okay, when your schemes ain't working and the data and all that stuff, what else you got? The coaching couldn't get them. He couldn't get. the. So now I'm seeing like, oh, this is why you struggle coaching. This is why you're bellied. You're Tom Coughlin's. This is what, and granted, it it went south a little bit in Jacksonville, but that belief of we all got to get on the same page, whatever that page is. So that's what Urban's going to do. But the that's Jacksonville what the great thing, NFL coaches. Do. It would have been a different story if Coughlin was the coach. I mean, let's be honest. 
if if he could I mean Not, being the president was a completely different story when he, yes. with him behind the scenes. If he yes. would have coached that team, their destiny would have been completely different. I think different. some of the things he tried to do as the president went a little bit too far. I think that stuff coaches should do. So I think he was kind of stepping Well, he was doing it the way he was always done it. Yes. But it changed, yeah. it changed. over the years. So, and he didn't change unfortunately. But so you have to he needed to come down a little bit. I don't think his way though, the indictment that that way is gone. No. Because everybody else is going to struggle if you don't have your culture intact. And that's what I love about Ron Rivera is, okay, I get it, the numbers and all this, but at the end of the day, we still got to be about, there's a way that we do things. And it, and in Carolina, the biggest issue Ron Rivera had in Carolina was the franchise quarterback couldn't stay upright. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when he was, he wasn't necessarily accurate and wasn't committed to him. doing the things to be accurate. So... But if you look at what he built there. He got him to a Super Bowl. Uh, got him to a Super Bowl and created a yeah. culture and an identity. Man, that's what NFL coaches do. All of this, look what I could do. I'm on Microsoft Surface and blah, blah, blah. Oh, oh great. What else What else do you have? It works in baseball now, but it doesn't work in football still. You still have to be a leader of men. If you if you take away Jameis, right, who was just the 30 for 30, which still blows my mind. <laughs> He's out there. What, what everybody will tell you that they him. love is they love the culture that Bruce Arians has created. Yeah. And if you think about if that kid doesn't throw the ball to the other team, we're talking about a wild card team yeah. a Easy. year after. So it could have been this they year. Got, they, are, they are maybe the second or third biggest story of the offseason because it's all there. That They've got a defense. They've got a, a culture. They've got great coaches. It's just the guy behind center. We'll see what they're going to do out in uh, Tampa Bay. There's a lot of this is going to be a wacky NFL offseason. Oh, I can't wait so for it. Fun actually. talking about it. Like I'm looking forward to the playoffs and everything, and when it's all over. But when once he's, you know, once they start meeting in the offseason and and the drafts coming up, and who's going to move? Are the Lions going to stick together? Freddie writes in, who's going to win a playoff game first? Will it be uh, Patricia or Judge, the G-Men or the Lions? Judge. Who, Judge. I think so. Judge. Does that sound – that's to me, I think the Giants are more of an upswing than, than the freaking well, Lions. As, as you say, the, the, the uh, NFC East is garbage, as yeah. you say. Yeah. <laughs> right now. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. But it's going to get better. Look at the coaches in the NFC East now. All of a sudden you have Mike McCarthy, Ron Rivera, you got uh, Peterson in Philly, and now no Joe, now you got the judge. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll it's going to be whose quarterback develops the most. Is it going to yeah. be Jones? Is I, it think be Dan- well, I think it's Daniel buy, Jones is a stud. It's myself. buy-in, too. It's buy-in. Um, I think you look at the guys that have failed. Romeo Crennel, great man, knows his defense. Romeo Crennel should not be a defensive coordinator. He's 73, by the way. He shouldn't be a D coordinator because he, he can no longer motivate and get – I don't think he understands the emotional – he can talk football. But in terms of getting people on the same page, same thing with Charlie Weiss. I think just sometimes this stuff, man, you can know it. But coaching is not just about knowing. It's leadership. And leadership is an albatross. It is tough. It is how do you bring – you got to take what you have and make it something. And it can't be about the numbers and the schemes and all that stuff, man. You Great coaches coach. It is one of the things I love about watching Greg Popovich is the guy is just give me whatever you're going to give me. Put it on a plate, man. I am going to coach it, and I'm going to get something out of it. How are that? That team shouldn't even be relevant, and yet he's still finding a way because the guy does not stop coaching, and the culture does not change. He's a great ball buster too. And nobody but can he's break fair, balls accounta- like him. And accountability, though, the stuff that he is, that they talk about. How, how does everybody? Now, granted, they're not going to play for him, but. LeBron, he has the respect of so many people mm-hmm. because of how he goes about culture. That is why Urban would do – it would be the scariest thing on the planet would be Urban taking that job because everybody's going to do this. He's going to walk in the locker room and it's going to be this. You're going to have every single guy on that roster yeah. is going to go, okay, what do you want? Because that's respect. It's yeah. respect of power. It's hardware, all of it. And that's what I want, bringing it back – I don't care what Patricia and Quinn do, just Two man, give me that. I will come if they don't win a game, but you give me identity, man. I'm there, baby. I'm paying. Yeah. Yeah. All four teams, I'm paying. Hit some people, yeah. you know, big plays, whatever. Give, give me, me, give me, give me identity, man. I'm there. I'm putting my money down. I'm there. I promise you. So got, the Cleveland Indi or not Indians, the Cleveland Browns have brought in uh, for Eagles defensive coordinator Jim Schwartz for an interview today. I like Jim Schwartz. You want to let him? I like him. For a possible. If the Giants would have hired him, I would have been happy. I'd be. I'm honest with you. 
And I know he got a bad rap here in Detroit. You know, Jimmy yeah. Handshake no. and all of that kind of stuff. No, I think but he learned. I, 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 I like Jim Schwartz, and I think he's going to be a good head coach. And I've said that for the last five years that I think he's going to be a good coach. And i got some more stuff to tell you about the Lions and some other stuff I want to throw at you guys. But first, we've got to take a quick timeout. Here from our good friends at Jim Reels, friendly Chrysler Jeep. the newest member of Jim Reels family of dealerships, the all-new Jim Reels friendly Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Romeo. During the Black Friday sales event, lease the 2020 Jeep Compass Limited 4x4, now just $199 a month with zero down. Or lease the 2019 Ram 1500 Crew Cab Bighorn 4x4, now just $199 a month with zero down. For your best deal, it's the all-new Jim Reels friendly Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Romeo. And there's nothing more friendly than a great deal from Jim. If you or your family is touched by autism, learn more about Freddie's foundation at hashtag pop the tap at freddythepizzaman.com. That's F-R-E-D-I, thepizzaman.com. Or email freddythepizzaman at gmail.com. All right, thanks for Freddie. And, of course, make sure you check him out in Melvindale. Go out and see him. The best New York-style pizza in the Detroit area, Freddie the Pizza Man, and uh, thanks to Brian Ackerman and the crew over at Jim Reels Friendly Chrysler Jeep Studios. Uh, and we're going to have that contest. Can you name five different Tigers <laughs> on a lineup I'm against five you, different salespeople? My, hey, I'm getting my Ackerman jersey. Yeah, I'm getting my Ackerman jersey. Uh, we'll, we'll I, see. I, watch me. <laughs> It's all good, man. Clarence Black, Brendan Sennett, Ethan Perlman, Tom Mazaway here on The Wrap on NRM Studios, NRM Streamcast in our studios in Farmington. I wanted to ask you guys about the draft. I know it's early and we're still in the playoffs, but <laughs> Tua's out there. He's coming out, uh, the former quarterback for the Alabama Crimson Tide, won a championship as freshman, came in, two, second and 26, throws that long touchdown pass, you know, and breaks George's hearts. The guy is a, supposedly – a natural. He does look great on the field. I mean, he really looks like he's going to be the next coming. And then, of course, the bad injury to his hip, and he was out for the year from midseason on. And here he is. He's coming out. He's going to be a draft pick. He's going to be a first-round draft pick for somebody. The Lions sit at number three. There are other teams that need a quarterback this year. Again, I've been saying for the past couple of years that the Lions have to go out and get their next Matthew Stafford. Whether it, whether it be whoever it is, two is out there. What do you do at number three? I'm going to ask Clarence first. If he's available, he's going to be available. You have the third pick. Joe Burrow's going to Cincinnati. Chase Young is probably going to go to the Redskins. Lions are on the clock. The Giants and Dolphins sit behind them. You know Miami needs a quarterback too. Is the kid from Clemson coming out next year. Yeah, Trevor he, Lawrence next year. Okay, he's yeah. gonna he's gonna come back for one more yep. year after this year. He, he yep. ha, he's he a sophomore. To. Yeah, okay. He has to he come has back. To. Okay, yeah. all right. And then next year, who else is uh, uh, coming Just, out? Justin Fields would probably Fields come from out Ohio Fields. State. So next year, it's Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields, two studs yeah. there. But Trevor Lawrence is the he's Dan Marino. If 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 I look at this and I take it all right, everything we've been talking about. Yeah, I take two. You are, you are. I'm this gonna is, take him. You're Brady. You're, you're not Brady Quinn. You're Bob Quinn I'm and you're Matt him. Patricia. You are on the clock. I'm taking for him. your career. I'm taking him, and I'm taking him. And here's why I'm taking him. I'm taking him because the belief is that when healthy, he's a trans. He's a he's a transcendent talent. Yes, he he's is. He's not. He's not going to play this year. No, at all. Not for a couple of years. Um, we have to find out psychologically how he handles the recovery because the physical recovery to me is not the issue. It is the mental recovery. Um, can you? That's that is what was that that is what it would have been interesting about him coming back. I think a lot of teams their concern is going to be will he will he be shell shocked and can his body handle? Now what he, what happened to him was flukish, man. It's the same thing that kind of happened to Bo. Bo. It was just it was it was a fluke. If you can recover, then you a covered, terrible injury, terrible injury. But you've done this. You have secured. Something that we haven't had in a while, which is excitement. It's not gonna again. This is not a. It's not a one year thing, but he's gonna sell jerseys. Yeah, which hasn't really been the case since Calvin. You can create some. You can create some intensity and some something around it. Some hope. Some I mean, buzz. How about hope? Yes. And yeah. if he's 
anything like what we believe he can be, now all of a sudden Stafford will eventually have some trade value. I like it for a team that needs – this team needs a shot. They do. It they they a, need. It needs a. It they, needs a jolt of. They need an enema. That's what they need. <laughs> well, like Jack Nichols says, this town needs an enema. enema. <laughs> we do need an enema. If it's not going to be Chase Young, I don't think anything else is going to make these fans go. Pick him at number three, over under on when the first two a jersey gets bought. Yeah, because he comes in here, and what I love about him, I think this town fits him. He's not a he's not a Hollywood guy. He's not a New York or L.A. guy. He'll talk to the media. He'll talk honest. Great family, emotional. People here want a fighter, and they want somebody that'll stand up and they say they have a fighter. Was, they have Matthew Stafford. What does that mean when you have Matthew Stafford here? And do you, how do you take that guy now? Is Matthew Stafford a winner? Yeah. And, and by what account? He is a winner. By what account? I could take him and put him on. Show me any the big, other... what big game did he win at Georgia? Which I, is my argument with him coming I, in. I'm what not, big I can't game go. I can't go back to college. I can't remember what I, I, I ate can, for dinner last. But night. I can. I I I can't. I want my quarterback that I'm paying all this money to be the guy that takes us from here to here. I I'm paying you to be Russell Wilson. I'm paying you to be. I'm paying you to be the reason that we get five extra wins. It's 16 games in a season, right? Yeah. So if if we if we break it out, you figure we won three this five, year. You're going to win five, lose five. What about the six in the middle? We won three this year. We, if he starts won, the rest of the year, we, we, we would have won another four. Man, or five. I don't I don't dislike. At some point, we would have won eight games. At some point, Matt Matt is what he is. There is not enough on that resume in terms of well, I can't the big argue wins. There. I can't argue there to be able to say. And I'm not saying he's a loser. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is he's not in that tier of. We're paying him a lot of money to manage games. Tell me I'm wrong. Yeah, but again, I, he's I, not but a I, game manager, man. man. I, dude, tell me the game. Tell me, Kip, when he came out, I, all I said was this. Great arm. Got it. What did he do at Georgia in the big games? Didn't get it done. Tennessee, didn't get it done. Florida, didn't get it done. Look, look at his career at Georgia and point to where the kid came through. For, for Georgia, who had those some of those phenomenal Georgia teams, but he found a way to not just, eh, just right there, but eh, not good enough. And I'm not saying that's a, an indictment on him, man. I get it. It's hard. It, 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 only one team can win the SEC. What I'm saying is, is there's this thing that the great ones have. This it is a real thing. It is a real thing. Can Tua have that? I think it's there. What that kid did in the national title game. Yeah, he was a show, stud. It shows you something. Yeah. I'll take that. And put that in my locker room yeah. and take my chances. He's on a that. stud. And, and Before Stafford, he got hurt. Stafford seems like the type of guy, a character guy that I mean, he knows he's been beat up. He he'd do everything he could to help the kid and know that that, you know, he's on the back nine of his career. I think he'd be a good sport about it and, and, and kinda help mentor the kid and you'd kinda have a a, a you know, not not obviously as toxic as it was, but an Aaron Rodgers situation where Aaron Rodgers sat on the bench behind Favre. And I'm not comparing until they Stafford trade it, until they get rid of Favre. So that means, saying, yeah. So that means Stafford he, will probably be. If you're point. his agent, man, you go to a city that all you can do is lift us up. You're indoors, which is which is great. The league, look at where the league is now. He's an offensive coordinator's dream because again, look at what Lamar Jackson now RPO. has literally RPO. And again, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna I'm gonna take my offense. And I'm gonna push all of your all of your linebackers. I'm gonna push into coverage, and then when my guys create a little bit of daylight, or there's nothing there, we're taking off. This game we're gonna see this weekend: Kansas City and uh, in Houston. Think about that is a defensive coordinator's nightmare because you literally have to tell your linebackers or you have to tell your front, we have to contain. Like, I'm not even saying like don't pressure, but this may be a coverage game. Like this may be a legitimate coverage game. And what I mean by that is you may see you may see basically like, hey, yeah, we want to go upfield and put pressure, but maybe let's kind of Well, remember how the Lions lost to the Chiefs? They left yeah. that fourth and eight yes. open. They yeah. left they let them run up yes. the middle. You know, and first of all, I think the Chiefs are gonna house the Texans. I, I think that's the blowout of the weekend. You mentioned that, but to Clarence's point, you know, it, it's gonna be how many first downs 
Mahomes gets yeah. with his legs. They're impatient. And moving the chains. Kansas City will, will route him. Do you think Kansas City is the most impatient team remaining? Impatient? Impatient. Like the most easily, um, the most easily, if you look at the teams remaining, yeah. who is the team that is most easily thrown off of what they do well? Yeah, it's probably the Chiefs. Probably the Chiefs. Yeah, and the Titans are probably the most steady of all yes. the teams, to be honest. And think about, the, think about that. What, as a, what? I don't know. I'd have to actually say Green Bay, but not so much that. I just it, don't think they're that good. Their style. It's because of. I think Rodgers is having to make decisions a lot quicker because he doesn't have the support around him right. that he's had in the past. He has to make that decision. Okay, can I really trust to throw the ball to anyone, or do I have to get out and use my legs? But they still have, again, all things being equal, defense still carries. I, th- I so think Kansas defense, City's defense, defense right now is better than Green Bay's. I don't know about that. It, and I don't. I think the secondary for Kansas City has, been, come playing, on. has been playing much yeah, better than come Green on. Bay. The, Spags hasn't playing well. The, ti- the Titans, the Titans love 13, 14 play drives, right? Yep, love them. We, we, we would argue that tit- in an ideal world, Mike Vrabel, if Mike Vrabel can make every single touchdown a fourteen play touchdown, yeah. he take yeah. take nine and a half, take, ten yeah. minutes off yes. the clock. That's how the yeah. Giants and, beat and the ten, Bills. Ten runs Super- in fourth row. Right. <laughs> Super Bowl right, twenty five. The Giants right. said we're going to keep the ball away from Buffalo yeah. as yeah. much as we Brilliant. can, and they Brilliant. did. So as much as the Titans love 14-play drives, the Chiefs hate it. Right. The Chiefs want to score in two plays. Cheetah and those Yahoo's they want, want to, to score quick. And, and think about what they do is if those guys have the ball longer They're than four or five minutes, then all of a sudden he just starts slinging the ball. He's like, I, I, we got to go score. It's almost like they get they get anxious, like, we, we got to go score right now. It's like, dude, it's, it's first and 20. Relax. You don't need to. They throw. They, they're throwing bombs on first and 10. Because they just don't know another way with all those weapons to be, and I think that plays right into Houston's hands. We'll see. I think you're. I think you guys are both going to end up being right. I think the blowout's going to happen, and at the same time, I think Baltimore's going to struggle. But I think they're going to beat. They're going to beat uh, Tennessee. Tennessee, right? And then I think you're going to see if it's if it's Baltimore, KC. Kansas City. I think you're going to see Baltimore blow out Kansas City in the championship game. Bringing it back, if I look at who's remaining, man, it. There, there's mobility at quarterback. And not just mobility, but playmaking. Playmakers are left. And I'm not – it's not an indictment on, on Matt Stafford, man. I think today's quarterback has to be a guy that can give you six or seven yards. He's got to be able to make something out of nothing. And more important, he has got to get linebackers thinking. In this league now, the linebackers are getting slimmer, and, f- and that's scary as hell. You look at some of the size of some of these line. Like Jared Davis is too big to be a linebacker; he can't stay with him. I'm, and, I, and I've I've stood next to him, great guy, not that big, but on the field he looks like a beast, and he looks like he's just plotting. So it's weird that football; these guys are slimming down. This this game is being paid at, it, it being played at, at lightning speed. From the fives to the fives, man. The five, that ten yards between right. receiver and linebacker is some of the most amazing, amazing matchups, mass to watch. Pete Carroll changed the way defense. Yes. I mean, look at the Legion of Boom that he put together. All those, those guys that can run with the wind out in that secondary <laughs> and those lines. Yeah, yes. I love that. What a great team! And now he's reinvented them. Their defense isn't half as good, but they're coming on. And now you got Russell Wilson, and, and you got Metcalf, and you, and you got guys. Now you got Beast Mode back. I mean. I still like. I still think the Seahawks can make some. That so game is good. the NFC Championship game yes. Sunday. Whoever whoever wins that Green Bay Seattle game is going to the Super Bowl for the NFC. You think Green Lock Bay could beat the Niners? Lock it down. Yes. And if you think about what the Patriots do, when the Patriots I are great, I bet against that. When the when the New England Patriots are ridiculous, and it's not Brady, it's best linebackers in football from a from an efficiency standpoint. Belichick is a linebacker. Guru, and and if anything necessarily, I guess failed, maybe it was that. But if you look at the NFL now, it's I need quick linebackers, and I need to disrupt your interior, a la Aaron Donald, Sues of the world. So all of a sudden now, your interior linemen have become so important, just because so much stuff now happens. Toward, so you basically are blowing up the middle, forcing everything out. You match up, and it just leaves this natural ability. Where if you have a statue back there at quarterback, you're dead. Look at look at what Belichick did to uh, Kyle Van Noy. Yeah, he got him for a kicking tee and a bag of sunflower yeah. seeds. And Kyle Van Noy looks mm-hmm. like a freaking Hall of Famer. Yeah, but they, they probably won't re-sign him now this year. He'll go somewhere else to yeah. get paid. Yeah. good for him. Yeah, you know. But, but you know what? He did. They they did. They put him on the map the way he was supposed to be put on the map. When yeah. the Lions take him in that second round and they trade him with a sixth round pick, I add. 
A seventh. They gave him and a seventh to get a six. Who was the GM that Belichick pantsed on that deal? Our guy. Was it Quinn? Yeah. Oh, I thought that was before Quinn. I thought it was. No, it was no, Quinn. It was. It was. Was, was that his first year? Yeah. yeah. That okay. was his payback to the yep. Patriots. <laughs> we'll give it to one. I mean, that's all he does is give people. He, he might give him Matt Stafford this year before I know, before you know it. Quinn would must you, dive under his desk now if he sees Belichick. Call. Would you Would you be happy if you had Matthew Stafford as your head as your quarterback in New England? Oh, for if where's Brady? He he's gone. Retired. I'd take Stafford if Brady was retired. You damn right you would. Yeah. Sure. If you, man, the scariest thing on the planet would be if somebody gets a hold of Mariota. And can use that kid. Yeah, you properly. said that. Yeah, you because he's a great, day. he's a great kid. The guy, I think, was in a bad situation. Are you his agent? You're talking about me? <laughs> no, I, I, I like, I like his skill set for now. You I like think Vince Mariota Young too. Was, you want to bring Vince Young? No, back? God, no. <laughs> <laughs> Jamarcus, baby. Ten cent brain. No, I like the smart ones. I want to go to five he's guys. Smart. With Jamarcus Russell. <laughs> well, same thing with Jameis, man. There's something. Drink the purple stuff. There's a there's a ton of upside on Jameis. If somebody can get him and strip away the craziness, crazy Jameis, if they can get rid of throw the ball to the other team, Jameis, man, there is something there. Damn right, there's something there. The there's guy's something got a there. Ton of talent. There's something there with Trubisky. I like him. Same thing with Trubisky, man. There is Trubisky's something. Trubisky's more of a manager, if you ask me. I think the kid's got an amazing arm, and he can run. He my, can run. My point at the end of the day is you have to figure out what what's the fit. It's about fit, 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 man. You need the right fit. And if the right fit Man, and the right so, team can come along at the right time. There are so many parts. You got Cam Newton, you yeah. got Jameis Winston, you got you know Matthew Stafford. You got all these things out, all these question marks out yeah. there this year. I really can't wait for it to shake out. I can't yeah. wait to see who the Patriots steal. Because they're gonna steal someone. They're gonna draft somebody. Because I get nightmares about this team still. I mean, it's been twenty years of health. Carolina's drafting a quarterback, right? You yeah. you would think uh, I do like Kyle. I, mean, Allen, I can't by believe Rule's going to go mean, and not get. I can't. I can't for the life of me think Rule's not. Cam Cam Newton cost Ron Rivera his job. Everything else Ron Rivera did well, the, except keep Cam Newton healthy. The only thing not going in Carolina's way right now, at a lot of the drafts I look at, the mock drafts is they have Miami selecting a quarterback at five. Poor Josh and, Rosen. Uh, Los Angeles selecting a quarterback at six. So you see. Tua go off the board. You see Justin Herbert go off the board. There really isn't another top ten quarterback. Do you try and trade Cam? And you could. I, I don't know who's who's willing to take a flyer on him right now. How about Josh Rosen? No. The Dolphins. You know, I mean, if they the Cardinals Tua, took him. I think Josh Rosen, they, they, I think Josh Rosen is is. You think he's a bust? I think he's Josh, two years in the league. No, but but there's your Josh, guy Belichick's Josh, steal. When <laughs> Josh go. Rosen came to the league, though, it was great, great acumen. Phenomenal arm. If you can't win the job in Miami, yeah, but I, I got to ask some questions. But they didn't have a lot of talent. But they, you know what? They did win at the but end of the Fitz year with found Fitz. a way to do. Yeah, I, but again, man, this is the. That could be you, a Patriots deal, like you were saying. That could be a, a Patriots deal. Your ability to make something out of nothing is, I think that's paramount. Jake Fromm, by the way, is coming. You forgot about Jake Fromm coming out this yeah, year. Yeah, but he he could be a good ev- sleeper. Everything I'm seeing on him is end of first round, early second round pick. Yeah, but we don't know. The, Man, we the, don't. The we... one name I look out for, and it's interesting because he's been linked to Baltimore possibly in the draft. I think it would be very, very interesting, and Har- John Harbaugh has talked briefly about it, is Jalen Hurts. I think he's got potential depending on where he goes. And I think it would be very, very interesting if Baltimore did I think he's select two, him. I think he's two years away. But I think someone. So where I'd like to see him go, I'd like to see him go to Cleveland. I'd like to see him go somewhere. Two where Oklahoma can, guys? I want him to go someplace and sit. So Seattle. I think you look at some of these teams that they don't have a pressing need. Not having a pressing need at quarterback is key. Miami, if they can kind of squeeze him in. He's still not accurate, but everything else that he does well, he does very well. He can lead. He's strong. He can run. NFL people, and this is what's scary about Cam, they haven't been able to help him become more accurate. And the shoulder's systemic. So at his size, he's going to keep taking hits. He, he doesn't have his he's, – he's, he's what, damn near the size of Big Ben, but the arm ain't as strong and it ain't as accurate. I'm sorry. I don't think the guy has a job next year. Let me ask you this. I don't think he's playing. I, you hear what I'm saying? I don't think Cam Newton 
is going to play football next year because I don't think if anyone looks at the numbers, you ain't accurate and you can't throw the ball downfield. Like I'm, I'm good on you. Right, your th- strength is gone. Your you strength is gone. Right, I would take. You a can't chance even take hits. I would take a chance on him. He's had a while off. I'll now. take him here as a backup. He's going to be healthy. I'll take him here as a backup. Yeah, he's going to be a backup. Next okay, year. that's There's fine. No, you know want your quarterback room to be Matt Stafford, <laughs> Cam Newton, and Tua. Peace. <laughs> so we have our backups here already. We found I mean, them this year. They'd be, found, they'd be the most entertaining six and ten team you'd ever see, man. No, I mean, you sell a um, crap ton of jerseys. I like Cam, man. I, Did it, you like him at the Super Bowl when he didn't dive on that fumble? And no, Freddie reminds God, me of this, no, no. and I'll never forget I love, it. Freddie is one hundred percent. I remember betting Rico Beard like a hundred bucks on this game. He said, "I'm Panthers are going to win." I'm like, "Nope." It's the Broncos' no. year. They're going to yeah. win it this year. And then when Cam didn't dive on that football, and Freddie brings it up to me, and me and him think so much alike. I laugh when I see this stuff. He's making pizzas and he's listening to us. But I remember that play, and I said it. I called him a wuss. Then he didn't dive on that ball, and the the, the Broncos scored a touchdown on that play. You used the more colorful version of wuss. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I don't know. Did the team quit on him then? Did he cease becoming the man that play. That was a Super Bowl, man. Super Bowl. Do you guys believe in the winning gene? Yes. yes. You yeah. believe it's a tangible thing, man. It's just some people are Swag, made. Winners. Mojo, whatever so, word you So let me use. ask you this. Of the quarterbacks remaining, if we don't look at this from their overall teams, of the guys remaining, who are the guys, if you have to just look at like your belief, like this guy is not going to let this team lose, who do you have in it, the Super Bowl? It's his Twitter handle. Dang Russell Wilson. Dangerous. Against going up against who? Ravens. Ravens. Lamar. It's the Ravens year. It's the Ravens year. They've won what? Twelve in a row? I think they run the table. They win the Super Bowl this year. And I'm I'm not an AFC guy, but how do you not love that team? If it's I I don't know, if it's Seahawks, Ravens, I'm I'm taking it could be Pete Carroll giving the ball to beast mode actually (laughs) and them winning it. It could be Ravens. The Ravens play the Titans, right? Yep. Titans. You think the Titans are going to win? I think with the Titans, I, I think they play I think, a good game. I think right now that everybody is not, and I, I'll keep saying it, man. Smiling Jack Conklin, Taylor Lewan <laughs> are hitting everything in front of them as hard as humanly possible. And the scariest thing about the Titans and everybody, like, oh, there's no way the Patriots are going to. And I kept saying, like, I kept telling all my friends, like, dude, I have woken up the day after a physical beating. It is not fun. I, I have walked into halftime of a physical basketball game and thought to myself, whoever wins this game is going to lose this game. <laughs> and I am telling you that the Titans, because they can control the clock and pound you and beat on you, the Ravens, have, the Ravens are in for the toughest game of the year because Lamar is going to sit there like this for eight minutes and all of a sudden they're going to go, eh. Not used to sitting there for eight minutes. <laughs> yeah. Like, eh, this is not cool. We'll see. They, they will not cover that 10. Uh, you're right. There's, there, it, game, it's the mm-hmm. dumbest. It's the surest bet. It is the worst. That is, they they make everything, they are, they make you uncomfortable. It's like Virginia, man. Everybody keeps saying, well, no, we'll we score 70 against late. Virginia. No, so Vir- like me to that damn. Give you the QR oh, both games. This weekend, the, the Virginia basketball, I'm talking Yeah. The, the early games, the early games are going to be the blowouts, and the nail biters are going to be the late games both days. Because I agree with Clarence, Ravens Titans is going to be a nail biter, and 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 Green Bay Seattle is the basically the. It's NFC always that's game. always that's a, a nail biter. It's always so a nail biter. Do your I, I, errands early. Do your your honey do list. Whatever you got to do, you know, eight fifteen Saturday, and then six forty Sunday. That's the visit, football. You physicality be to me, commit a commitment to physicality to me. And people that can be disruptive, that is the hardest thing to coach against because when you can't do what you want to do, all of a sudden now it's like, wait, what do we – think Think about the shots. that, And that's what got me last year on the sidelines when Jared Goff was kind of over there like, has anybody seen my daddy? Has anybody seen daddy? What a mismatch. They're, line, they're linebackers everywhere. There's yeah. a great line, remember the Titans, when he tells them. He's like, Coach, they got receivers everywhere, man. They look like Monday Night Football out there. <laughs> Jared Goff was out there just like, my Microsoft service isn't working. Does somebody have a charger? Oh, my God. This Bill Belichick guy is everywhere. Dude. I never saw I a team I, I never saw a team that I knew wasn't going to win a game than that one. I mean, I did. they couldn't get out of their own way. But he yeah. looked like he – Too looked bad like the Saints a, didn't play him. 
Well, like they should have. Well, that game, that game was over, and it, you know, the NFL films or whatever it was version when you saw it, the way the way McVeigh would not stop fawning over Belichick before the game, it got really <laughs> awkward. Yeah, Belichick but, was but, like, uh, "Okay, thanks, man." He's just like, "What you've done for coaching and and for us us coaches in this that. league." Oh, the game was. You knew they were beating. Belichick Which I was love. Like, I right, love it. Thanks, I love man. it because as parents, we see it. Like I remember, it was a tournament this summer, man. And my so my my kids' team were playing. They were playing real well, and they were rocking it, man. They got to the semifinals of this tournament, and and I was telling them, I was like, "Hey, man, this one this pitcher is pretty like." My son's a lefty, and he he had a grand slam the game before, nice. so they're feeling themselves. And I'm like, "Hey, man, listen, like you guys need to kind of this kid is seriously. I seen him like two games ago, and nah, my son gets up there. I'm behind the plate, man. I'm watching. My son gets up there. He's feeling good. This kid throws a Deuce. And I mean, like, he throws him a 12-year-old, sick Barry Zito. Was it Danny Almonte? I thought yeah. I thought my son. Kid had facial I hair. thought CJ shit his pants. Eight years old. Like, CJ's like, he jumping out he the, body, the bus. And, like, people look, and he's, he's like, strike. He turns, he looks at me. I'm just like, and he was just looking at me like, hey, what do I do about that? Hey, dude, what do I do? And that's how Jared Goff looks like, yeah. oh, shit, oh, what am God. I dealing with? Yeah. And that's the thing when you oh. when players have that oh shit that, that's the problem with the Ravens is yeah what it, like nah. hey what are we gonna do they're too well coached man John Harbaugh is uh, the better Harbaugh brother by the way can we officially say that yes uh, yeah. yes yeah. me and CB are in lockstep on this I, I think that's really gonna be a tough game if if yeah that they they that they could get upset no. like I said I think if they win it's kind of like they 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 you know. They break the bubble and then they and they and they They're kill playing the Chiefs old the school week, football but. at a time when nobody's doing it, man. It's just no, it's good. It's, I, I it's, enjoy it's it. Caveman. It's I, caveman. Yeah. It's caveman. It's make Giants. hole run through. That's Urgh. New York Giants football. When I was, you know, yeah, yes. that's Who, that, that's what I used to hang. Who's on. their backup if God forbid Lamar gets hurt? RG three. No, yeah, RG three. Oh God. Yeah. And oh, by the way, that defense, which they don't get enough credit because they're not on the field that long, but they don't have to be, is the Tennessee defense. I mean, they're getting after people. Yeah, they're okay. I mean, they're just they're, the Ravens' defense is pretty they're good. They're bend but not break. But I mean, man, when you got to press, they, they played it's hard. twice this year, right? Uh, they would have played once, once, I believe. Check the check the score of that last game. By the way, I want to give uh, our condolences out to George Perlis, the great former Michigan State head coach, and of course, the assistant for the Pittsburgh Steelers, the yeah. Steel Curtain, back in the seventies, all those Super Bowls. And George Perlis passed away today at. Uh, in his 80s. I think he was 85, if I'm not mistaken. But this is a guy, I met him a million times. What a great storyteller. Tough as nails, this guy. But he would always be just a gentleman. Always talk to you. Always good. You know, and he, he had MSU on the map back back in the day. Indeed. And, you know, a lot of people, you know, when he wasn't coaching very well anymore, they, they made fun of him. And, you know, he puts his foot in his mouth and all of this kind of stuff. But there's a class act, and he's going to be missed. And there was a The old timers the, uh, are going. Don Shula turned 90. Yeah. Last week, wow. ninety. I remember when I—I I swear he was the youngest head coach in the NFL when I was a kid. He was the youngest head coach. And he's ninety now. Ninety. That means you're old. The, yes, the Titans <laughs> and the Ravens did not play during play. the regular season. Okay. But does the injury to Mark Ingram, who yeah. sat out of practice yesterday, yeah, he's probably yes, not going to play. Is that going to impact yes. this game? Yes. They got some other good yes. runners. They got some good runners, but but Ingram not Mark Ingram. Ingram yeah. is playoff savvy. He's got playoff experience, yeah, and you need Saints. it. Saints. I'm telling man, is is this is not this is hard, hard football. And again, even if the Ravens win, they lose. Did you yeah. guys see that good story? Uh, and we're running out of time, but I wanted to bring it up. The Raiders rookie running back Josh Jacobs. Terrific story. The kid played like a champ this year. Played like a first round draft pick, and he he showed his worth. This kid used to be. Homeless. His parents, homeless. Yesterday, bought his dad a house. He might be the best running back in football. Yep. Yeah. Arguably. Bought his dad a house. This That's he used awesome. to live in his car. That's what it's all about. His dad. Yeah. And That's him. amazing, man. And his four and his four siblings. That's they lived amazing. in a freaking car. I mean That's what's and all, all of us sitting here can't even think about uh, how that is to come up. But to do that greatest and, greatest country. Wow. Greatest country in the history of the world. Period. I got to say hi to my daughter, Aubrey. Love you, baby. Hey, Aubrey. Hey, Declan. Hey, Angela. That's all of Brendan's family. <laughs> Let me say hi to all my guys, man, in my unit, the 220th uh, Public Affairs Detachment. Man, I love you guys. Hey, we got to get those guys in here, maybe. Tell some stories about you. I'm getting those animals in here, man. Oh, tell some stories. Oh. I, want, I, want I want some I want Army know. stories. 
You're not gonna. You're not, my animals in the kennel. They're not uh, calling you right now to tell you to get ready, are they? I can't huh? talk about okay. that. Okay, I, I don't want you it's to. Classified. You, you know, you have to be here. <laughs> we need you here. All right, for Clarence and uh, Brendan and Ethan. Ethan, you didn't get a lot of words in. We had a lot of oxygen in here today, but we know we know you know what you're talking about. Thank you. I mean, uh, <laughs> even though you did say the Tigers are going to bounce back here. You yeah, just, you really like a, you just it was a, it was an unannounced happened. suspension. It was for that for that prediction. It was. That was. You had to be silenced <laughs> once and for all. Thank everyone in the back. It's Angel and uh, the rest of the crew. Who else are we thanking back there today? I didn't see anybody. Kelsey, today. Stephen, Cole. All right, that's right. All the, all the gang here at NRM Streamcast. It's the wrap with Maz and friends. We'll see you on Friday. D Mac will be in the house. Speaking of losing oxygen in the place, D-Mac will be here. We'll talk to you then. See you, everyone.